Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the shit show known as The Leftovers. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. We're going to dig in a little bit of trucking and um, the whole shit show there, and uh, we'll get into some other things. Um, Emily, if you think this is going to be fun, you better get it better. Yeah, I completely fucked that one up. But <laughs> I was thinking, I'm talking, and that motherfucker done cut me off. <laughs> Welcome tonight, guys. Whoever's in here, I see Emily and Papa Woodrow. What is up? Yeah, we're supposed to have Dilly, but uh, yeah, he's still on his way home. But uh, come on, Dillweed, get home. Get your ass on here. Yeah, because like it, it'd be really having him in here for these conversations. The trucking one, he definitely needs to be in here for. But Will Smith thing, um, I mean, we can start and hopefully he can uh, jump in before too long. I don't know how long he is from getting home and being able to pop on, but um, I know everybody's tired of fucking hearing about Will Smith and Chris Rock and shit like that. But maybe if he's Fuck her hard enough, her hair will grow back. Look, man, like here's that's that was fucking funny, but and and I was my head was somewhere else, and a joke hit me as I'm fucking going. But like when not no nobody's really like there's some people pointing it out, but there there's a lot going on, and there are some Facebook memes and there the things saying you know talking about what is possibly going on in his head i mean she basically said that he wasn't satisfying her and that's why he she was you know fucking somebody else that's got to be humiliating well he stuck with her for some reason i don't know if that shit's dipped in gold or what it is i i, I don't know maybe you just <laughs> maybe he does have some of the old school values of where he wants he doesn't want to have a divorce you know Cause they've been together for fucking ever, you know. My old school values left me about twenty years ago. <laughs> it, it, look, when it comes to cheating and shit, I've I've cheated on women, and I, I've been cheated on once, and I didn't really care about it. But it, when it, I sh I was immature at the time, and it had nothing to do with the woman not satisfying me, because. It had to do for me at the time, ego, like because I didn't cheat on anybody with it, with anybody new. It was my exes wanting to, to continue fucking after I was with somebody else, and that's like an ego boost, you know. Yeah, and, Papa, I've seen that shit everywhere all week too, man. It's still going on. I mean, everybody's still talking about it. There's still some funny memes coming out of it. I mean, different ones I hadn't seen. The one that I've seen today that I hadn't seen previously was the, the Chia Pet one. That was fucking hilarious. I've seen that. Can you bring that up so they can see that one? Um, I, I'm going to have to find it, but give me a second. 
like I was telling you a while ago for before uh, we'd come on, my friend Ronnie Jones had sent me some memes from this site. I for, I'll have to look at it. I'll invite you to it as well, but it's got some funny shit on there. Where is it? I almost have said it in the other one. Oh, okay. Hell, I might can find it quick. Oh, here it is. Oh, okay, cool. I seen that. I about I about pissed myself. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fucked up, but at the same time, it's like it's it's funny. Hey, he put himself in that position. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, you go you go to the Oscars or the Grammys, whatever fucking thing is. You're gonna have a comedian host it. You're you're bound to fucking get made fun of, you know. You're bound to get hit. Yeah. So, and and being in the public eye, you got to be able to fucking take that. But you know what, Will Smith ought to understand too. He's done comedy, and he's got to realize they're targeting out. They're looking. That's what they do. They look for people to fuck with. That's part of their comedy routine. Look, I I know. Um, I I look I look at these things. I know a lot of shit's fake, but I seen a meme. But it looked like Ricky Gervais actually. Um, tweeted it, but he didn't. They make it look so good; it makes it look like a real tweet. But it, Ricky Gervais is—I like him, but not a lot of people do. He's pretty fucking hardcore. But somebody wrote a made a meme that looked like he had an actual tweet that said, "I wouldn't have made a joke about her hair. I would have made a joke about her boyfriend." <laughs> now look, Chris Rock could have went there. He could have fucking went there and and really fucking embarrassed um, Will Smith on that stage. Oh yeah, but Chris Rock went for the easy joke and something that wasn't that fucking bad. And for and that, just kept, even after getting slapped, just how he moved along, I was like, "Man, you got you got more than I do. I'd beat his ass." <laughs> Now, I like the way Chris Rock handled that shit, man. I, I mean, it's, yeah. it's really hard to have restraint when somebody hit you. You're going to have you have to hold back and be professional. Chris Rock did an amazing job of staying professional after man, he got he got 10, man. He he took yeah. it. He took he it did. good. He took it and just kept on going. Yeah. And Will Smith still still down there cre- screaming like a crazy man. No, yeah, the, the funny thing is, like, he got up, and then after it happened, when he got his uh, award, he uh, apologized to the Grammy and the people that were running against him or that they were chosen, you know, in the same category. But he never, um, he never apologized to Chris Rock. And I've seen some other things. Where um he he was yeah, making he an apology. Apologize to him. Yeah, but I haven't seen a public apology that at Chris Rock uh, actually. No, I hadn't either. Like, bro, you you, that's the one person that you should really be 
uh, apologizing to, not the academy, not the, the your other people. You should be apologizing to the man you assaulted. I bet you he. I bet you he's not invited to come back. I bet he is. Mm, we'll see. I would hope not. I, that shit doesn't fucking happen, man. It, I mean, I'm sorry. No. It, it's Will Smith and he, all that fucking bullshit. He's going to be invited back. He might not be invited next year because he might not fucking make a movie that fucking gets anywhere close to being nominated. Yeah. But, and it might be a cool down period, but he'll he'll be he'll be back there one day. Oh yeah. Listen, Jeremy, Emily's talking to you in the comments. She said, "I'm going to put that on my Christmas list." I thought she's talking about you. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm bad for not paying attention to the comments. I try and then I get lost. But the Chia Pet? Yes. What's up, John? Hey, how you doing, John? <clears throat> yeah, that Chia Pet, I'd love to find one of them. That's just hilarious as shit. And it's just coming in in patches. <laughs> yeah. I he may have I mean, the, the only thing he can really do now, because he, he's fucked up in so many different ways. If he would have immediately realized how fucked up he did, and he apologized to Chris Rock on the stage and everything else, there there right. might be a little sympathy for him and, and a way out. The only thing for him to do is crawl under a rock for a while. Hey, literally, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and then I'm serious, like with all I've with everything that I've seen with his wife and what he's went through with her, I'd fucking leave her. Be fucking done with that fucking relationship. Fuck her. Oh yeah. And why does he why, why does he even stay married to that we'll stay married to that woman if they don't, you know, like one another, get along or whatever. Like I said, I don't know. It might be old school values they're trying to to to, to show. And then here's another thing that um, very few people have brought up. Like his his son fucking tweeted out, "That's how we do." Like after after he hit Chris Rock, after that yeah. hit Chris Rock. Like, and then Tiffany Haddish, she's a fucking comedian. She agreed and praised Will Smith. Like I'm glad to see that some men care about their their wives still. Yeah. That if another man assaulted your wife, I can see you defending her physically that way. But over a fucking joke, that was a throwaway joke. Papa says she's in it for the money. Period. <laughs> Will Smith did resign from the Academy. He did. Yep, sure enough. I know. Is he giving back his his uh, award, or uh, does he get to keep his award now? Let me see here. Oh, see, you can do that when you're on the computer. You can actually Google shit, huh? This was about an hour, about a, posted about an hour ago uh, from one of the Hollywood reporters. It says, Will Smith resigned from 
Academy after inexcusable actions at Oscars. The actor says he is heartbroken, but will accept will accept any further consequences after slapping Chris Rock at 2022 awards show. And it, and it just goes into you know more of a statement. But yeah, he he resigned from the Academy. I don't know about whether they let him keep his Oscar or not. Yeah, Papa, the, the news period is just bullshit. You've got to go, when you see something on news, you got to go research it on the internet to find out if it's true or what they've left out and yeah. all that shit. And, John, you're right. Chris needs a, an, an Oscar or an award himself for acting like that didn't hurt and just carrying on like nothing fucking happened. He's like, wow. I, I bet you his head was ringing. <laughs> he said, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> Ring ding dong, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he said this is the greatest night in the history of TV after he got hit. Like, damn, dude. Yeah, let's let, let's throw him in the wrestling ring. <laughs> Celebrity death match. You remember them? Oh yeah, yeah. Will Smith's not a he's not a small dude, you know. No. And, I mean, Chris Rock is, uh, he looks like a few inches shorter, but. Chris Rock's a, he's a mouthy thing. I'm sure, I, w- I would have laughed if he said something else to him. Like, what are you supposed to do, man? Like, you're, he's hosting or was up there, whatever. I mean, he did the best thing he could do, and I, I don't think he could have handled it any fucking better than I, I he don't did. either. He did. He did a good job. He did. I bet you Will Smith, thank God, he didn't slap me back. <laughs> John said freedom is still ringing in his ear, <laughs> his era. Oh, man. Like. But I've never been a Will Smith fan, though. I've never cared for even before this. I wasn't a fan of his. I I like some of his movies, but I've never really been the biggest fan. Some of the movies he's been involved with are just good movies. I think they probably could have had someone else cast in those spots and done just as it would have done just as good. But it's just being a fan of his period. Now I've never really been. Now, Chris Rock, I can deal. I can dig him. Some of the stuff he's done has been okay. He's he's a good comedian, and he he said some some very powerful things in in his stand up, and he's done some okay movies, right? And I mean, you can't forget all his, his voiceover, his voice acting career too. The the zebra or whatever I can't remember the zebra's name and. Whatever fucking movie that was, it's a kids' movie. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> yeah, Hancock, dude, that was that was a good movie. I agree, John. Even if he was in it, uh, Hancock was okay. They they could have done a lot more with that, and they could they probably could have carried that into another movie. I found a movie online I was going to watch the other day. I never did. I've not seen it in forever, but uh, I always got Chris Rock and that Jackie Chan in it, Rush Hour. I like, uh, I think Chris Tucker, I think he's a funny motherfucker. Yeah. 
<laughs> John, that's funny. Did a video how not to get your ass kicked by police. Now he's gonna how not to get slapped by Chris right by uh, Will Smith. <laughs> he can't do a video on that. He done got his. He done got slapped by by Will Smith. Shit. There, there's uh, just... uh, a little fish in a shark tank. What the hell? Oh, yeah, shark tail. tail. Gotcha. Um. Oh, I mean, I, I've seen since I've seen it online all week long and on Facebook. Like Shannon Sharp really did a, a good job of you know saying his piece. I really like his take on it. And I read all of uh, Akram Abdul Jabbar's fucking um, what he had to say about it. Right, and, and the, they got some really good fucking points. You know that it 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 shows it's okay. I mean, Will Smith is showing it's okay to be violent yeah. to the younger generation. And then you have people like I said, Tiffany Haddish earlier is praising Will Smith. And in between the two, they're saying, you know, someone insults your wife. But Akeem Abdul-Jabbar, the butcher that fucking name. But he was like, that's showing that women need a fucking man to protect them, and that that's backsliding on um, feminism and women's movement, you know? Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I, that, that whole him laughing, and then when they cut to Chris Rock, you can't see Will looking over at Jada, though. But you can see her rolling her eyes while he's looking at Chris Rock laughing. And then it cuts to Chris Rock. And then the next thing you know, um, Chris is like, oh, you know, and then it cuts to Will Smith walking up to him and smacking him. But I bet you everybody there was thinking, this idiot. I, you know, like, I didn't, I didn't, well, I would have not known it happened. I would not know that would assume it, that award ceremony happened and that's a joke i've seen many times if it wasn't if that didn't happen i wouldn't have known i wouldn't have known either because i don't watch them now back in the day when i was younger like uh, uh, my later teens i used to watch the mtv music awards yeah and video awards and shit like that because that was interesting like when fucking rage um yeah. Hold on. Sorry, guys. There we go. My my mom was trying to, to call me, so I don't know. Tell her, say, Mom, come jump in the show so you can make, she can make fun of you. Yeah, I'd like to see her come in here and make fun of you. I'd, I'd have fun with that one. Who do you think would be more likely to make fun of you, your mom or your dad? Eh, neither now. Back in the day, I'd say my mom. My mom was always fucking with me. My dad's got some humor. But, I mean, it's kind of dry. It's even drier than mine. My mom is where I get my sense of humor from. But, I mean, 
her sense of humor has kind of changed over the years. So it's, it's funny. Like some of the stuff she used to would laugh about. Now she's like, when I post some shit in the group or in, yeah, in the Facebook group, she's like, Oh, is she in that group? Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> she sees some shit in there. Yeah, I don't think she pays attention that much, but when she does, she's like, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I know there's got to be more people in here than Emily and John and Papa. Oh, yeah, it's showing five. All right. So, I don't know. I should have promoted, but like I was telling you before the show started, my... I don't I my new position at work. Um, my schedule's changed a bit, so it's harder for me to to do some shit. Well, after the show we'll talk about a few things. If there's stuff I can do, you can let me know and I can work on some things too. John Dilly is uh he's when right before we started he said he was making his way home. I'm hoping he'll be here shortly. I, yeah, when, I need I need him to come in here. I miss I miss picking on him. <laughs> I, I, shit, fucking! I, I'm pretty sure Nick he misses and picking on me because he just fucking goes at me hard in the fucking. I group know, group. and I love it. I love sitting back watching y'all two spar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need to go back to where I used to be, and and I was mean, but. I think some of the some of the shit that I could say is a little too mean, and I overthink shit. But maybe I need to stop doing that, and I, I get rough. I got my mouth full of chocolate. It looks like shit, though. See, Rohel, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we drinking tonight? Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Hell yeah. That shit, I can't, I can't drink alcohol hardly. My stomach just can't do it. I got an iron stomach. I used to. I've had a couple stomach surgeries, sort of, so I don't handle alcohol too much. Nick was saying earlier that, because I showed him a picture of my, because I'm drinking light beer tonight. John, I don't have a mouthful of nuts, I promise. <laughs> I mean, this is my special chocolate. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never done edibles. Man, they're fucking great. I mean, maybe one day they're, I don't know, they're voting on the, the federal level here yeah. soon. I don't know you know, they'll find a way for it to be legal for truck drivers to do it off duty or not. Right. It'd be nice, but it would. Cause I I'd like to smoke a joint or take an edible on my, on a weekend. Well, we'll just say the state that I'm living in, which I think it is where you are too, but it's legal here. So when I get ready to make butter, I'll just go get my stuff and make my, butter. I got a magical butter machine. Delta 8. What the hell is that shit? I 
I've seen Delta Eight in Kentucky. Where? What is that? A strain? It's more of a CBD than anything. It don't do anything for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like I like the THC that because you know the I've never really had any luck with CBD. Um, for me, I have to have a a big, big, big dose. Like, I don't know. It's been a while since I've done it, but the first two times I've done it were really high doses. Yeah. And it mellowed me out and made me feel chill and they didn't give me high, obviously. I've got to figure out how to send them through the mail without them melting. I make a Hershey's chocolate and Emily made some kick-ass peanut butter cookies or chocolate chip cookies one day at that butter. But I, I make the the square little pieces of chocolate have like 60 milligrams per piece of chocolate the way I make them. Nice. Yeah, I mean, if I ever get a chance to do it, I will, but I'm just, I won't risk my job. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if you're, John, if you're talking about has trace amounts, you're not going to pop negative for a test if you. No, it's like 0.03% of THC. I could, right now, since I haven't smoked in forever, if I smoke a joint right now, I could probably get piss tested tomorrow and it not show up on a test. Well, I made that shit, that mistake in Kentucky going through there to Arkansas one day, and I got a couple of them Delta 8 carts. It just said THC. Well, after I bought them, I looked to see how much THC they were, and there was, you know, not even a half of a percent. Yeah. And I, I'm used to, you know, 20 to 30%. Hey, shit, weed's different than it was when I was growing up and when yeah, I was doing it. it because me and you, you know, we're the same age, and you know the shit weed we had back then in the day. I, that shit, we don't have that shit. I mean, I'm sure it's around, but I wouldn't smoke it. I know. Like, the the, the, the high-grade shit back then was like the Jamaican red hair or your hydro, yeah. which is still nothing compared to what is out today. And there was some back in the 80s, but I still got it in the 90s. It was called Sense Amelia. I never had that, but I heard about it. Man, it was some good ass bud. <coughs> that I was see. some. That was some of the back. I mean, the stuff we got is better now, but back then that was pretty good. You see, I'd I'd rather relax on a weekend like tonight. I'd rather be able to smoke a joint. I'm not working. Absolutely. And um, I don't have to work the rest of the weekend. I don't get me wrong. I like my bourbon and I like yeah. my beer, but. I, I would probably, in most cases, choose to smoke a joint in this case. Man, if you than... where you can, I'm, I'm driving the four hours over where you're at, and I'm smoking one. Hey, fire it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I, the last time I smoked was probably about three years ago or so and um, with the neighbor. And, dude, it, it's like... When you smoke every day, you get used to it, and you can function, and you can go in the public, and you know you don't look like you're stoned. But when you haven't smoked in fucking forever, and then you fucking take a couple of hits, dude, everybody around you is going to know you're high. Oh, yeah. And it's, see, everybody's always used to seeing me high, so if they see me sober, they think it's how I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me when I was uh, 
I was still in school and I got a job at um Bob Evans, right? Every day that I went in there, I was stoned. And one day I didn't have any weed. I had to go sober. Those motherfuckers sent me home because they thought I was sick. Oh, that's you know, funny. No I think the only time I have not smoked, I, I've been smoking since I was 14. I quit for about a period of five years when I worked for Arkansas for state. Well, I quit all the way up until they busted me on the last drug test I had. Smoking pot. Oh, everybody. Are you ready? Welcome this degenerate. Well, hello, <laughs> motherfucker. Hello. What's up with you? <laughs> you look like you're about to fall asleep. Getting there. Uh, yeah, yeah. How, are, how far are you from the house? like 10 minutes but if i'm afraid if i move i'm gonna lose signal <laughs> well we should, we should sit here jacking off waiting on you well we'll give you a chance to um to say what you need if you have anything to say on um will smith and chris rock and then you should get to the house so we can do the the trucking shit uh, what five fingers say to face? Slap. <laughs> that was pretty. Uh, I that was just. There's so many mixed feelings on that. See now, for me, if there wasn't the history with Will and Jada with what they went through last year and what we know about them. I, right. I, I it would have been a whole totally different feeling. But I I think Will Smith it, it's kind of broken over that shit, man. And it, it just made it worse with his actions. It just it just made him humiliate himself even more rather And he did resign. Me and Jeremy was talking. He did resign from the Oscars today. You can go that route. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of. I don't want to use the word drama, but like. Mixed emotions and all that. But. uh, You can't. You can't say one thing you're in an open marriage. Yeah, you know what I mean? See, I didn't watch the whole interview on that red table bullshit, but where did they, was it said then that they had an open marriage or was that after the fact? You know what? I don't know. Did they did they say that they were in an open marriage to um relieve a little bit of Will's humiliation? Uh, I want to say it's been said like maybe they was in an open marriage and Will Smith just didn't know it. 
So you don't get mad when your hand's jerking some other guy off, huh? <laughs> no, no. Let's use my other one. <laughs> Man, say, you hear that sound like a big ass fart or one of the jake breaks? Uh, probably my pickup. Oh, shit. And yeah, you're coming out. Hold on. Yeah. 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 What? frozen yeah i told you he i could still hear him i said you're gone i said he's gone i probably, probably thought we couldn't hear him hey can you hear us dilly <laughs> i'll just pop him out for now let him oh, yeah, he must be getting close to the house now because this shit's not even cooperating no more yeah i mean that's half his life Hey, John, are you talking about, I was looking at that, are you talking about four people has resigned from the Oscars? No, I think he was talking about how many people are in the, watching the show. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because there's only four of us, four people in there now. Well, fuck them. We didn't need them in here no goddamn way. <laughs> now we need to do a better job of promoting and letting people know we're going to be here when we are. And I mean, this this show has just been a, a shit show from the fucking beginning. We we tried to get it together. We had it together for a little while, and then it, it, we've had so many different changes and everything because life gets in the way, and it is what it is. Yeah, fuck life. So we were recording it for a little while. Now we're back to doing lives and we're going to do this. We're going to try to do this every other week when I don't have my daughter. So absolutely. Um, I, I want to try to work on getting other getting guests. I'm, I've got somebody in mind. Remind me to talk to you and Dilly about that. You want me to bring you back in? 
Well, you're here now. I'll be home in a minute. Yeah. All right. I forgot what you're doing. Yeah, man. Uh, just put right, me down. Just put me down. Get rid of you, and then we're here. All right. <laughs> this is what it is. Now I, I like doing this, and I just, but at the, at, it's kind of between being able to promote and having time to do what's necessary, other than actually just doing this, it gets kind of hard. And with the amount, very little amount of people we have, sometimes doing it live, and even after the fact of not having the, the views and all that shit, I. I I just like doing it with you guys, but still, like, if more people were more interested and wanted to, to pop in and show support yeah. and all that shit, I'd be a lot more excited to right. interact with everybody. And I want to get back to that point, and I'm trying to, but I, I'm get, still getting used to the new job, the new hours, and everything else. So. Right. We've done a lot of work on this, and we have the website. We have merch. It, it, we just need to figure out a way to push, and I need to get the motivation back to. And you can get the logo in different colors. Yeah, the um, website is. Uh, you should be able to get to it from YouTube or some of our profiles on other social media, but. We need one that's got hands going. What the fuck's wrong with people? Um, where's that? There we go. Yeah, that is the website. And we have all our other social media links um, for the show on there. One thing that I, I need to do is maybe get a link tree um, for each of us personally and maybe put it on there so they can find us individually. Yeah, we can do that. That'd be awesome. We, we need to find some suggestions from people too, on what they want to see us do. And, and I'll just not each other. I'll do down near anything. <laughs> I mean, it's fun, but with it, it, I mean, Losing Nick for a while, it, it, it took a big hit because he was a big part of everything and really pushed everything. He I missed for sure. Everybody um, kind of attributes me to starting this, which I did kind of start, but I'm honest with myself. I can sit here and bullshit, and I can have a good time, but I don't really have the personality to do this on my own, so... Yeah, I I do lean on other people. You got a personality, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I was, I was gonna say, where the fuck did he find that shit? <laughs> I got you know, I gotta fuck with you. I gotta give you a hard time. You got to. Mm-hmm. All right, now we pull that down. Um, what else? What else do I have to throw up here while I'm in this little? Your sausage. 
Oh yeah. Um yeah, Dilly yeah. Fam has uh merch and hats and all that stuff too. Tryfinds.com. Uh I believe they're still selling the shirts. So uh well, I'm pretty damn on if I don't remember and you do ask him because I I'd like to know. I'd be because I'd like I, to have one of the hats. I'm pretty a hundred, almost a hundred percent sure that they did not um, uh, take that off the site. So you can still get the merch, and the, all the proceeds go to her from from that. Tryfinds.com/slash/dillyfam. You can find them there, and uh, the Nicole Strong merchandise is raising uh, money for a young lady that has cancer that Dilly knows, and. You know, she's going to need it the, for, you know, the next year with all her chemo and stuff. And the proceeds are going to help her and her family. Yes. And um, for Dilly Fam, almost, um, well, not almost, all of the proceeds that are made in one way or another goes to some type of charity and all that shit. Um, Dilly does not keep anything for himself when it comes to merch and, and all that stuff. Um, the leftovers, we got merch, but we put the money back into the show. We use it to pay for StreamYard or editing software or whatever we need to improve or keep the show rolling. Cause we, I mean, we pretty much pay for it all ourselves to, to keep this going. So I need to keep an eye out for when he's ready to come back in so we can dig a little into this trucking shit. That motherfucker don't quit crunching. I'll fix him throw something at him. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there listening to a dog crunch, 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 crunch. I had to block both sides of the computer desk off of something. He'd be over here trying to get in my lap. He thinks he's a lap dog. That's a big dog, too. 75 pounds. Send me a message when you're ready. Come on, dickhead. I see him down there moving around, but he's he just walked in his house. All right, there he is. There we are. What's up, man? What's up? All right, that's you. That's the view I'm used to seeing. We're in the kitchen. I just realized I don't have a computer here either. <laughs> what happened to your computer? Did you leave it in the big truck? My son stole it. Ah. Uh, Damn, he got everything. Me. What do you got? Xbox? He got Oculus? Well, yeah. I found the charger to my old the old Acer laptop that I was using for gaming. Yeah. And considering the Chromebook doesn't really do me any good at all, I took the Acer back and let him have the Chromebook. I guess. It, dude, one of the only things that Chromebook is good for is porn. That's about it. 
And I didn't even get to try it. You're not... You, you don't have to save any programs or download anything. You can just watch porn on Chromebook. It's, that's about it. Yeah, I was told earlier this week by uh, Mr. Nick, I was asking him something about a period. He said it's easy. He said you just pull up your browser, you pop, type in Pornhub just like your phone, and hit enter, and it'll take you right in. <laughs> yep. So... With uh, now that he's able to have conversation, we were talking about this in the group chat this week about uh, the trucking industry and garbage. It, a lot, there's a lot of shit that people don't understand. They, they people talk about a driver shortage, and I've I've thought about this a lot because I've, I mean, you do flatbedding. I know you've done other shit before flatbedding. But in my career, I've done dry van in the beginning. I've pulled a reefer. I've um, done lift gate. For the last five and a half years, I was pulling um, pneumatic dry bulk tanker. Now I'm pulling liquid tanker. But when you're doing dry van and reefer, uh, even, I mean, I know you experience it with flatbed too, but. I I experienced it more now and like the last even before COVID well, even before that like I've experienced it more now than ever and I'm pretty sure you're touching the subject of like wait times to wait get loaded or unloaded and lazy motherfuckers yeah them puppies I mean, are everywhere so, look. Let, let's let's start from the beginning. Let's let's take you off of a thirty-four hour reset. And for the people that are going to watch this, that don't know, um, we're allowed to drive seventy hours in seven days, and then after that, we go off of a recap. On the eighth day, we get the hours back that we worked the first day. If you want a fresh set of 70 hours, you have to take 34 consecutive hours off. So let's just go from there, taking your 34 off. You're coming back off the, you know, off of that break. Now you're going to pick up your first load. So you get to the shipper and you're there on your appointment time and you get fucked around for a little while. Now that load you're supposed to ha be able to pick that load up in a timely fashion, have the hours to run it, depending on if you're regional or if you're over the road. Even if you're over the road, the longer you have to fucking wait for them to load you, that's the, the less hours you're going to have to fucking make it to your destination on time. So you get fucked with there. And let's just say you get fucked with, it takes you two hours from your house to get to pick up the load. Then you got to wait four fucking hours to get loaded when it, it, it's something that should only take an hour, maybe an hour and a half from check-in to loading to leaving. But they fuck with you for four hours. Now you're three and a half hours behind on delivering that fucking load. Then you get to the delivery, you're late. So they fuck with you more there. <laughs> Not only they fuck, charge you $250 or better. Yeah. 
And then you get kicked off of the fucking load that you were supposed to pick up next because you got fucked with for so long. And then they say there's a trucker shortage when the, these shippers and receivers are just fucking with you because they're mad because your dispatch may, did something wrong or the shipper initially fucked you over and you couldn't get to the receiver and it, it, the time you were supposed to be there, so you get fucked with. And, well, that's and not even... Let's not even go into, like, okay, so... Say Matthew had a noon appointment to load. He gets there at 11.30, which in normal places, most places will want you there a half hour to an hour before. Okay, so you get there at 11.30. Noon comes. You say, hey, uh, I have a noon appointment. Where's my door? Oh, well, we're running behind, so you're, the noon appointments are now 1 o'clock appointments. So that just keeps one becomes what is two. It that two causes them to get behind like that. Just not uh, working, being lazy, like you said. It's not because they're not being lazy. It's because they're not. They don't have enough help nowadays. Right. Which I get, like Nick was saying, I get where he was coming from with shitty wages for shit like jobs. I get it. But at the same time. You got like, if you want good employees, you got to treat them right. There's a lot of places you go to where people work, and they get treated like fucking garbage. Yeah. So okay, so now Matthew's appointment was supposed to be noon, so now you're at one o'clock. Okay. So now you're picking up twenty pallets. So there's there's a half hour. Then you have to pull out of your door, close it. Go into the office nowadays and usually wait for them to have all your paperwork because they have to get the pick tickets and everything and make sure everything's on your trailer, blah, 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 blah. Get your paperwork. Then you got to get a seal. Then usually you got to check out the guard shack. Then you got to fucking do this. Okay, so now noon, you left at 3 o'clock in the afternoon from Pennsylvania and you got to be in, I don't know, Illinois at o'clock yeah. in the morning. Well, you're, that's not going to work now. So now you're 3 o'clock in the morning. You have to reschedule, or 4 in the morning or whatever. You have to reschedule till either later on that night, or if they only receive certain hours, you have to schedule it for the next day. So now you're really fucking behind. So, and then... Because most drivers only get paid mileage. Some drivers get paid stop pay and whatnot. Then that driver has to eat that fucking time. He, that truck's not moving, so he's not getting fucking paid. Which, in turn, in the end, that truck driver's paycheck is getting fucked because of the initial shipper's fuck-up. And then, because you had to reschedule, your dispatch had you set up on another load... That was yep. immediately picked, supposed to be picked up after you offloaded. Now you can't pick that load up. So now they have to find you another load that may not pay as well. I've always I've always come to this my own self because there's a lot of times I'm just not in the mood to go to work. If I leave out if I leave out on Sunday as late as I possibly can, 
truck all night long and then sleep, but I don't deliver until like noon on Monday. So from noon Monday, my day is going to be way behind because now I deliver at noon. I get empty at like 12.30, 1 o'clock. Then I usually have to go an hour to two hours to get my reload sometimes. So that's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So then I spend another hour or two hours there. That's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And then it goes five, six, seven hundred miles away for the next morning. So what time am I going to get there? Noon or 1 o'clock the next day. Yeah. Just keeps. So time don't. So they think y'all's time don't mean shit, it seems like. And, it, and then if I go. It don't. But if I go to charge them, like after my two, you give, normally you give places two hours. After two hours, you can start charging detention. Yeah. I've, I've sat places for eight to ten hours to load pipe or steel or anything like that. If, if I go to put in for detention and I go to put in what I want, like 250, 300 bucks, it always gets turned down and they send me like 75 or 150. Mm. Or, 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 I get Raycons, and in the Raycon, when you assign, when you agree to that Raycon price, whatever, blah blah blah, it'll say in there, we pay no detention time, because they already know they're sending you somewhere where you're going to get fucking held up anyway. Yeah. And that is completely fucked. And then when you talk about the lumpers, like. For reefer and uh, a lot oh. of dry man, oh, it, you wonder oh. like <laughs> I'm see, in the wrong business. See this, this, yeah, th this always pissed me off. I As got a driver, I can unload. What the hell is reefer? I think a pot every time you say reefer. <laughs> refrigerated, like, refrigerated unit. Oh, you're okay. frozen, frozen or refrigerated. Okay, now I know. Maybe I won't. Yeah, I'll still think of pot when I hear reefer, though. <laughs> so, when you get to those places, now, depending on your company and your certifications, sometimes you might be able to unload your own truck, which the company's only going to mm -hmm. give you like $75 to $100. But if you're not certified and you don't feel like doing it, what whatever the, the case, the company's going to pay a lumper service, which isn't employed by the actual company you're delivering to, by the way. Um, nope. They're going to pay anywhere from 150 to 400 over $400 sometimes to unload your truck. Now, think about it. The lumper's probably only getting paid $10, $12, it, maybe $15 an hour, but they're taking that check from you, from the company that is $350 and they're getting paid pennies. You think they're really going to try to fucking offload you as fast? Fuck the company. They're getting paid all this fucking money and they're only paying me fucking pennies compared to what they're charging the, the trucking companies. They're, <laughs> they're going to take their fucking time and they, they, they take it out on us like it's our fucking fault. So when you pull, when you pull groceries, and you stop somewhere, you're going to have, you have multiple, a lot of times it's either straight runoff, which is all pallets go to one store, like one warehouse, or you'll have multiple drops. Okay, so when you get to these places, 
they don't just run your pallets off the trailer, put them in a thing, and that's good to go. No, no. they got to break them down to fit in the racks. So yep. if you delivered six pallets of whatever, fucking onions, to a store or to a warehouse, they're going to take that six pallets and make it like 12 pallets. Sometimes I've delivered shit before where I've only had to, they broke it down and they've only put boxes like, like, you know, frozen shit. They put a box in each corner and call it good. One, two, three, four, and a one in the center. Five boxes on a pallet. Yeah, because they're they're just breaking it down so it gets fit in the rack. So if if it's stacked six high and only five high, five boxes high will fit in the rack, then they're going to break down that top, that top layer, put it on a pallet. And then they're going to call it a fucking day. So see, I've sides of the fence. I've worked in a warehouse where I was in the freezer side and the grocery side, so I've been there. It's the biggest crooks to me in trucking right now are the brokers, lumpers, insurance companies. Romance. What are you doing? Oh. The lumpers to me are the biggest because, like I said, they're charging you, and and depending on what company it is, if you if you are an independent contractor, they're gonna charge you what they think they can get away with, hundred and fifty. And but if you work for a company like Martin, like I worked for, big fucking company, they know they're gonna charge them three hundred dollars or more, and Martin's gonna fucking pay for it because. What are they going to refuse and and send the truck away? No, they're going to fucking pay for it to get the truck unloaded and get the truck moving again. Do you contract and, drive? I'm pretty sure Walmart's still 150 bucks. Well, Walmart's different. Walmart, they don't. Most Walmart, their lumper service is still. They're still Walmart employees. Transmission. Oh, we're not fucking Flintstones this year? No. Oh. We're fixing that. Okay. We're in the middle of fixing that. I'll be out in a minute. Let me refreeze that. <laughs> Billy, do you contract your, your loads that you drive? I I get them off a of load board, yeah. I don't work for customers. I try, but right. a lot of times want people with like multiple trucks and trailers so they can leave trailers there and just come in and go and you know what I mean right I do okay still because I'm paid on a percentage so I don't give a fuck if it goes 10 miles or 10,000 miles the money's going to be you know what I mean I we do it we do it we make out better if I stay under, like, 700 miles. Right. So then I get things like like, like that. Like, that's all. That's, for instance, that's uh, Prince George, Virginia to Michigan, Michigan to Virginia, Virginia to Michigan, Michigan to Kentucky, Louisville to Ohio. So that's one shitload of miles. That's that's five loads. 
from the 18th to the 24th. Damn. See, the, the way that the way that Dilly works, since he works for a company that does things a little bit differently, he doesn't get paid mileage. They no. go off the load board. The load is paying three thousand dollars for three hundred miles. Now, just for instance, what's your? I mean, if you don't mind, what's the percentage you get from that load? If it was making three thousand dollars, what would you make? Uh. <laughs> Nah, 900? Yeah, that's, Whatever, that's... 25. I'll just go up. Okay, so the Prince George, Virginia load to Taylor, Michigan paid $2,700. That was to the truck. That was what the truck made. My percentage of that was 675 Yeah. So, about so, so for every load, so... That would have been Friday to Monday. Monday that, would have been the twenty. That was Yeah. So my so my Flat Rock, Michigan to Blacksburg was twenty two hundred dollars. That was load on the twenty first, deliver on the twenty second. I made five fifty. So for a day's work. I made five hundred fifty bucks. Fuck yeah! Yeah, it, it's My harder to find, but with Dilly's job as well, um, he has to t- pay his own taxes, which he's not very good at. But um, hold out at least twenty three percent, you should be good. <laughs> I, <clears throat> that's all going to change, though. Scott, what did we make for supper tonight? But um, percentage, if you get a if you get a company that gives you a good percentage like Dilly's got, uh, you, yeah, you like take a lot. Five hundred and fifty a day. You can, I mean, that's good ass money to me. It is for me though. I can't. I couldn't do that for for two. Now I will never go back over the road unless there. I absolutely have no choice. Right. And for two, insurance is a big deal for me with. Um, especially I'm getting a little bit older, I'm needing it. And, but my kids, you know, I have to have insurance, especially with Ray and the two young ones. So, but I mean, how you, you pay your own, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I mean, for me and Nathan, it's, uh, 485 a month. That's dental, vision, medical. That's not bad. I mean, what's your deductible there, though? I don't know. <laughs> Brain fart. Uh, probably shitty. 10... You're gonna make me look. Yeah, for for my insurance, this is one of the com- the company I work for now is one of the better insurance. Com- uh, they they have one of the better insurances that since I've been trucking, 
I don't, my deductible a year for family is $750. Right. When I was with Martin, Martin's a pretty big company, um, my deductible was like four grand. You know, so that's what was coming out of my fucking pocket a year to, to meet my my maximum there out of pocket. Well, if you don't even spend up to $4,000, it's just a waste then. That's crazy. There are certain things that the com- that an insurance company pays for um, yeah. without um, hitting your deductible where you don't have to pay for the whole doctor's visit if it's preventative or certain things that those insurance companies, you know, pay for. But um, if you're doing other shit and need other shit done and you're seeing a doctor a little bit more often, you're, you're, you're liable to have to pay up to $4,000 a year for you and your family right. out of pocket. And with this company, mine's only seven fifty for the family. His wheels turning. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I went with the fucking gold membership. So, I mean, I don't know what that would entail. I mean, I'm guessing you're probably with the gold membership, the high one. I'm still guessing you're probably paying close to 1500 out of pocket a year. If not more, a little bit more. I Somewhere in there. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, for as much as we go to the doctor, like <clears throat> Nathan's dentist, and I use UPMC, which I found out my vision doesn't cover UPMC. My doctor, my eye doctor, doesn't take my vision plan. But for as much as I go there in the dentist for Nathan, it's actually cheaper for me just to pay out of pocket. Yeah. So I really use my medical just for emergency purposes. Like it benefits. When I set it up, when I was on the phone with them guys to set it up for my medical, I told them I drove truck and I had a kid and blah, 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 blah. So <clears throat> he tried to set it up to where like if I was out on the road and fell and was in the hospital like for X amount of days, you know, it, it would more than likely cover me financially, I guess you can say. Yeah. And same with Nathan. So I guess it can't be terrible for as much as I use it. And at the end of the year, I write it off anyway. So. Yeah, that's, that's a definitely a good thing at the end of the year when you actually do your taxes because you can write most of that off for your medical yeah. expenses. I actually just found out that, well, now that I'll be leasing to own my truck here Sunday, as long as I do it right, I can almost, I think I can figure it out to where I can use my garage since it's not added on to my, it's not connected to my house. I can use it as a business shop. Wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yep. Because I don't need running water out there. I just need a space and electric and whatever. You know. True. I think. True. But I think the problem I'm going to have is it's 
still on one address, so I have to figure out the square footage of the garage so they can figure out, estimately, estimate how much electric I'm going to use. Just like if I could subside a bedroom in my house for an office, yeah. I have to get them the square footage and all that shit. But So that's interesting. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know a lot of this shit when I first started, and I've never actually sat down with anybody to teach me how to... Once you figure out the ins and outs of working on a 1099, it's just as good as a W-2 employee, as, as long as you figure it out. Nobody ever taught me how to figure it out until it's already been too late. Yeah. And That's interesting. So I got a question here. Is your rate going to change now um, because you are lease, leasing the purchase? From what he was telling me is he's still going to pay me as a driver. Like a, like I get paid now. Yeah. But the actual percentage he takes is going to cover the truck payment. The truck payment and all the, and you know, cause I'm going to have a truck payment. I obviously have his plates and insurance, you know, and and uh, actually, I'll be using this fuel car too. So it's all that whatever I the, out of the seventy five percent he takes already, it's going to cover a truck payment and whatever and on the rest of this shit is what I'm gathering. I didn't see it yet. Sunday we're supposed to sit down before I leave for Michigan and read it all and and go through it. And I'm going to say yes, let's do this, or I'm going to say you know what. I make twenty five hundred dollars a week for being a company guy. So, huh. so what about um? Are they? I would try to to work in there a little bit of um maintenance um savings or a fund for when you do need well, an oil change or blown tire. He he did he did say if something major happens like a rear end or a trans or the fucking motor. He'll back me on it. You did say you're well, taking, you're getting an out of out of um frame rebuild, right? Yeah. When it comes time, yeah. I'm hoping they do like a lot of people say if you could make it the first 3 years in trucking on a positive side of things, you're going to be good to go. Should need anything major for at least two. Shouldn't. Like tonight when I got there, I wasn't really expecting to change the oil, but I did. He bought the oil. He bought my oil change, but I did it. So the next oil change is on me, obviously, and whatever else I need is on me. Luckily, I know a mechanic with a garage, and he currently works on all my dad's shit. So, get the family hookup. If you can get your oil in bulk, and you can get a discount on filters, then you're good to go. Because if you're just going to the fucking store and buying fucking uh, Delvac yourself, you're put five gallons. You're what fucking hundred and fifty dollars there or more just for oil. And then your you fucking filters are about $30, $40 a piece. You bet. 
You bet your ass I'm going to find a way to get a five-gallon drum of oil. <laughs> yeah, because yours, I'm guessing yours is five, five and a half <laughs> gallons. No. I Guess put seven? In my big truck? Yeah. What the hell did I put in? I think those are two and a half gallons. I think I put four two and a half gallons in. Ten gallon, yeah. Ten gallon. Yeah. Smaller engines that are then pack cars and all that shit are are five gallons, and then you got your Cummins, which are around seven. I think Caterpillar it makes sense about ten. Yeah, your newer engines are run on full synthetic, so they don't need. Yeah, you can go uh, 40,000 miles before you need a fucking oil change in the new newer fucking engines. Yeah, no, I'm every, I think you would do it every 15,000. Yeah. Hell, you drive that in what, two days? <laughs> no. I do about 20, I only do about 2,500 a week. We just figured out my front, my front steer brakes have 80,000 miles on them. That, that I think we put good. a while ago. Shit, that's another thing. Scott says his cousin work in New York works on and rebuilds trucks and heavy equipment, Route 28 and Route 20. I'm going to try to do, like, most of the stuff I can do here, like I can grease it here in my driveway or take it up to my grandpa's garage and put it in there and grease it, you know. But as far as oil changes go and if I need to flop some tires around or put some tires on, I'm going to take it over to my buddy's house and or my buddy's garage and charge me labor or charge me shop time, whatever. You know what I mean? Shit, man, that's got to be crazy. Just two steer tires right now. You're probably looking at fucking uh, 600, 700 just to, just to have them changed. And depending on what you get. Like my two steer tires, I need to flop on the rim themselves. Like I just need, I don't need to swap them. I just need to take them and flip them on the same rim. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would do that when I'm home for a week. It's going to be an adventure. It, it's crazy because people don't, like, people look at us and I'm just a company driver. You get more into it. You're on a 1099. You, out on the road, I know you've changed fuel filters out on the road on your own. See, I'm a company driver. I'm going to, if I need them, that shit fix either i'm going to a company shop or the, the company's paying me to go to fucking ta or somewhere to have that shit done so i could you know all the all the, all the years i worked for him if i didn't feel like if i was just like oh you know like i'm just a company guy oh it needs fuel filters you know what i mean shit like that a lot of places you know a lot of guys which i don't blame you if i worked for a company like that too like a big company, I do the same thing. But working for him, being as I'm the only actual driver, as opposed, like, there's two of us. So if I can save a little bit of money 
changing fuel filters myself and time because a lot of times if you call for road service now you're six to eight hours or better before they can get to you damn a lot of times yeah and that and that's because uh yeah. look if you're a big company and you've got a an account with with them with the whatever road service you're getting served faster if you're fucking with a company like dilly's <laughs> yeah not even big companies not even with big companies, not with the Warners or nothing. If you call the PA shop for road service, they will straight up tell you it's going to be four to eight hours. What's a TA? What does that mean? Like a travel center, like a truck stop, oh. the TA truck stop. Yeah. I, I, it's ridiculous. Like, I blew that turbo down by Washington that time. I couldn't find one anywhere. My, my boss drove from here in Pennsylvania with a turbo, all his tools in the in the back of his Suburban, him and his old lady drove clean down to Washington, Maryland area, in Washington and Baltimore, and we changed, we changed the turbo at like 3 o'clock in the morning by the time we got there. Because I couldn't find one. Couldn't find one. They're not keeping parts readily available like they used to. Everything's order as you go. And that's another thing with shippers and receivers and all that shit. They used to be able to stockpile everything. But now thanks to like the Amazons and all them guys, it's order as you go. Order as you go. Order as you go. Well not only that, taxes have changed too on stockpiling stuff because when um I worked for Johns Controls, my or I worked for Ruan and we were contracted to Johns Controls. My dad worked for Johns Controls. They had a warehouse facility in Smyrna where I, I grew up in Clayton, Clayton, Smyrna, Delaware, basically the same fucking town, but they had a warehouse there. They, you know, make batteries and they, they pile them there and they try to get them out as soon as they can. But then taxes, the, the government was taxing them on what was in that fucking warehouse. At the end of the so, year, uh, when I'm home. There's, uh, I guess there's a jack. They make jacks big enough, air jacks big enough to pick up loaded trailers. So, same as a car. Find the jack, find a good point, jack it up. Yep. But they make jacks that will accommodate 80,000 pounds. Yeah, they don't like it because when you call them out on road service, and they're like, are you loaded or empty? Yeah, I'm fucking loaded. <laughs> they're like, fuck. Half the time, okay. if, you, if you blow an outside fucking tire on a set of tandems, uh, depending on who you get as road service, a lot of them will just jack it up and they won't even pull the rim off. They'll just pull the fucking tire right off. They'll jack it up enough to, to get the tire off. They'll put the new fucking tire on with the rim on the, the trailer. And then they'll fucking blow it up and let you go. Yep. It's. Well. It, there's a whole lot that goes into the whole transportation world. A lot of things and, that people just. We can go on about this, you know, <laughs> on and on and on. And I think this is going to be something that we're going to do more often and educating people in the, the trucking world. 
Hey, I like learning. I, I like learning all the stuff y'all talking about. We never even mentioned it, but look at that uh, container ship stuck over there in Chesapeake Bay. Yeah, beach spot. That's got that's got how many containers on it? Which I don't know if they're loaded or empty. I don't know if he was coming in or going out. Either way, look how many containers are on it. Either filled with people's goods and shit like that. That. They're probably waiting on that they can't get because he's stuck in the fucking bay. <laughs> a, a lot of that is um, red tape and bullshit. I don't like you said in the in the chat with all the rules and regulations of the ports now. I can understand a little bit because of what nine eleven is when it really fucking hit hard when they really started monitoring shit, but. The wait times. I've thought about getting my own truck in the past, and I've thought about running the ports because I'm I'm close to so many, and I know there's money in it. But if you don't know anybody in the ports, you're getting fucked because you're getting stuck in the back of the fucking line. You my, have to you have to know somebody. My buddy Dom just got out of port life and went and bought a flatbed because he got tired of getting there. And getting rid of his empty container and waiting on a loaded one to get put on a chassis or wait for a chassis or wait for this. Like, you go down you go down to Dundalk in Baltimore and you see them guys, they're lined clean out to the fucking road waiting to get in to get dropped and hooked and ready to rock and roll for the next one. And those operators at the ports get fucking paid 50-some, 60-some dollars an hour. And they're all and union, and they, they fuck off, man. They don't give a fuck about your time. Nothing. No. And don't ever try to get over there before lunchtime, because they go to lunch for an hour and a half. Yeah. And they don't, they don't give a fuck about you. They're on their own little fucking... They're getting paid their time. They're getting paid all that fucking money to, with their, to stick their thumb up their ass most of the fucking day. But... We can carry on this conversation all night. On the other hand, I did enjoy... I don't know what else you guys got left, but... I got to pee. And then I'm going to go out to the... I was going to tell Jeremy tell me how he really felt. And then... Uh, I'm I bet you don't wake day. up till noon tomorrow when you finally pass out, huh? I got to get up early tomorrow and go to the bank, and I got to go do my detox and shit. What exactly, when you're talking about detox, what do you do? He sticks they a sponge me- up his ass to pull all the all the cum out of there. <laughs> like one of the little baby booger suckers? Yeah, that's how I make all my money. <laughs> they have, oh, I have a thing. I had a thing here somewhere. It's on. It's on my phone, but I would I would have read off everything that I get, but uh, the IV that goes in pumps me with this fluid that <laughs> gets rid of all the non-usable cum. You know, I'm, we're gonna isolate that. We're gonna make that an audio. But uh, it it's put like there's a don't say a bag. Don't say a bag. 
what do you call them things? Like blood cell. There's like there's blood cells or something in your body that sometimes your body don't use that just hangs out. I don't know what they are. It's supposed. It literally just gets rid of the bullshit in your body. The toxins and then, shit. Yeah, and then I get a. I after the IV's done, I get something else put in there through a needle. Well, it goes in the IV, but and then the fun one is for my back pain. I get a shot from a needle about yay long in in my ass. <laughs> So, I'm not gonna say shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we can isolate some of this shit, and and uh, I'm sure we can make something of it. Listen, Scott, I got rid of the double dildo. It is gone. The fuck's wrong with you? Why did you get rid of it? It's uh, currently riding around in another truck with a buddy of mine. He upgraded. He got a bigger one. I was gonna yeah. ask you to send it to me. Asshole. Shit. Listen, I love you guys Sorry, we really ain't got much else to go This week, so We're gonna say our goodbyes And um, Yeah, we're gonna keep on Educating people on the trucking Business I, I, I like this And I think people need to know a little bit more So Um we're going to do this every other week and we're not going to do it every week like we used to. And we're going to go, we're going to do this live every other week. So, um, tune in. Anybody else? I was telling Scott. Hey, Dilly, I was going to ask you, we were talking, me and Jeremy, before you was on about the, uh, Nicole Strong stuff. Are y'all still, Selling any of Still the got shirts them. and hats. Still got them. Okay. Shirts, hats, shirts, hats, hoodies, tumblers. I'm trying to work on. We put the I website down earlier and hopefully. Yeah, it's all it's it. all in the tryfinds.com. And then once you go to tryfinds.com, you'll see you have to scroll. I think it's on the left side. You'll see a bunch of different people, like I think uh, the Dub Nine guys in there, and a couple other ones. But you'll see the Dilly Fam one. Click on it, and then it should bring up Dilly Fam merch. And then you'll see Nicole stuff, and everything for Nicole stuff we separate. So I know what gets bought through Dilly Fam, what Nicole's sells. Right. Actually, we just sent her. Allie would know, but I think we sent Nicole 150 bucks like two weeks ago. Nice. So, as soon as it gets released from TriFinds to us, to our PayPal for the merch, Allie figures out how much was spent for Nicole and Dilly Fam, and I either decide to say, hey, you know what, just give it to her all, or just give her what Nicole Strong sold. So, whatever, actually, whatever proceeds gets made through Dilly Fam merch and or Nicole stuff, I've just been sending the money to her through both. So, because right. um, I know, I know when I sent her that like 150 bucks or whatever it was, she was over the moon about it. 
Right. You know. Scott, we uh I don't have any personal um I do soccer friends. Dilly does. And I I do I, know I, some on um on uh TikTok, but I do. I had when I was in Minnesota a while back. I actually had breakfast with one, and then later on that same day, another one was who lives out there was like, "You want to have dinner?" So I had breakfast with one and a dinner with another one, and it was a funny story because. The same waitress waitress worked all day, so she seen me in the morning with one chick, and then later on for dinner seen me with another one, and kind of sort of was like double take looking at me. She was probably thinking you was the wish version of Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> and right, uh, yeah. I got to go see what they're doing in the garage. Pray burns yeah. the garage down. All right, everybody. Thank you all for coming. It's been a good evening. Peace out, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I didn't get last show up on um, Spotify, but I'm going to put last show and this show up um, sometime this weekend. Dilly, I was uh, glad you what? made it in and got to be here, man. I miss getting the fuck with you. <laughs> I was literally... At least forty-five minutes from our shop all day long, so I was at least an hour, two hours from home all day. From the time I woke up at nine o'clock this morning or seven o'clock this morning, till I got to the yard at six thirty, seven. Yeah. And then I know, I he's like, about about almost seven thirty. He said he's on the way to the house. It was just. Crazy. Well, there you go. Morning. I got up there to unload coils at ten. Didn't leave there till eleven thirty. By the time they unloaded me, I put my tarps away, my chains, my binders, all that shit. It was like, you know, I don't get in a big. I don't personally rush. I like to put all my shit away, nice, neat, so I know where it is for the next time. So eleven thirty, I left there, and then it was an hour drive. I think I got over there to reload my pipe. Quarter to one, and it had to be tarp two. So by the time I got done strapping it, putting my uh, blankets and everything down because it's it'll rip my tarps. Blankets, all that shit. It was another hour and a half, two hours. I can tell you, as a clean person, I seen that damn stove behind you a while ago. Uh, well, of course it's clean. It don't get used. Ah, well that makes sense. I used the oven more for chicken nuggets. That's about it. <laughs> the stove top just holds pizza boxes. <laughs> but I see you, Amber. I love you. See you creeping. Um, I'm Audi. 5,000. All right. Me and Matt will say our goodbyes to everybody. And um, said I'll have this up sometime this weekend. It'll probably go up Monday or something. All right, deal. We be good, man. Yes, sir. Peace, love, boners. Absolutely. <laughs> Later. Later.
so you guys heard it. Um, the Dilly Fam merch on Trifines. Um, I'll throw it up again real quick in case anybody wants to write it down for any merch. Um, I have to change the links in my bio back to my Beacons link for all that stuff or just put the uh, the link back up for the website because you can get to all our stuff through our website. We have all of our links there. Um, I, I think this is, I mean, other than uh, some of the other topics like we talked about, Will and, and um, Chris Rock and whatnot, We'll definitely still do a lot of that stuff, but I I really do think that um, educating more people, and I know you like to learn, Matt, so you can come up with some questions oh, yeah. for me and Dilly. Yeah, uh, I like to learn about shit I don't know nothing about. <laughs> um, if you guys have any guests that you would like to see or that you are friends with and that um, yeah, you want to try to see if, if you can throw them our way, let us know. Um, you know how to contact us. Uh, best way, honestly, to for all of us to see what's going on is the Leftovers Podcast at Gmail, just to email us. I know that's kind of an old school thing. People don't really email anymore, but that's the best way to, that way all of us get to see it. And one of us can get with you. Um, other than that, I really don't have a whole lot else this week. I'm going to work on trying to get better with my schedule and trying to be a little more on TikTok and other social media sites because I haven't been recently because of the job change. Um, I haven't been able to put much out there. And yeah, I have. I need to. I just hadn't, you know, felt like being on there, so I just hadn't. I with me, I I don't have very much inspiration to do much on TikTok. Everything's yeah. changed since I first started. There's no audios I really like to do. I, you know, and I'm not really in the music like everybody else is, and music doesn't get the views anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and I throw out a joke here and there, and. I mean, I do need to try to get back a little more into it and try to connect with some people and maybe do some back and forths. Like I did, like recently I've, um, me and, uh, I did a, a stitch with Wannabe Pete because he, I mean, he's got this thing with the other truckers and he's trying to say that the reefers, reefer drivers are the kings of the business. And it's, it's just a joke. But people take it so damn serious. And, I mean, maybe I can figure out a way to get into that and trying to say that tanker yankers are the the shit and everybody needs to bow down to the tanker yankers, you know, like myself. And just, just kind of fucking bullshit. But it's, I'm not an actor, so. Shit, I ain't either. I can't act to save my life. I'll just tell you what I think, shit. It's funny to see because, like, you can obviously see that that Pete is or want to be Pete. He he's yeah, yeah, making a joke. I'd like to go look. He sounds interesting. 
his name's wannabe Pete, and there's no no spaces. This wannabe Pete, you know, wanna because be he's talking about Peterbilt, but um, he he had a I, I don't I haven't followed all of it, so I know him and uh, Heavy Hall and Fool, and there's a couple other guys that are going back and forth with the the whole king of trucking because. The and it, it, this goes back for a while with um, who was it? Uh, Fat Girl Taxi or whatever. Um, they're uh, livestock haulers and stuff, and, and like every truck driver, whatever they do, thinks that their their job's the hardest and whatnot. Now, I, I would imagine livestock's pretty hard. I would imagine heavy haulings a a, a real pain in the ass too but once you get to do your job once you learn how to do it and you get good at it it becomes pretty fucking easy like i thought doing pneumatic tanker um dry bulk tanker was going to be hard when i first started yeah one of the easiest fucking jobs i've ever fucking done Uh, hauling tanker the liquid tankers that i'm doing now i'm not going far but I mean, driving with liquid, it moves. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it, well, it's it takes more a little of a, bit. Off balance drive. And when you hit the brakes, all that liquid comes up to the front. When you take off, all that liquid goes. The surge pushes and pulls you. Yeah. So you got to learn how to drive with it, but it's not that hard. I but people want to say that my job's the hardest. My job's this that, and and you know it's really. Once you get used to doing your job, your your job becomes easy. Right. So it's it's just funny how everybody wants to fucking bicker and fight. Some people take it serious, and there's some people like Pete who's right. just making a fucking joke about it, and people are taking it seriously, and he's just taking the fucking the attention and fucking running with it and having some fun with it. And yeah. I think it's fucking great. Dilly's job is I don't want to do his job. Fucking, you hear him talking about putting his binders and away and rolling up them tarps or fucking putting tarps on and having to put blankets on so it doesn't rip his tarp. Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> he gets paid good for it, but fuck that shit. I'm too lazy for that. Oh. <laughs> You're like, fuck it, I ain't done it. Nah, the job I got now is the one of the easiest jobs I mean, I got to learn how to use the pumps, but learn how to use the pumps. I've watched it being done. I'm pretty sure I can do it on my own. I just want to have somebody there with me that has experience to do it before I can, before I'm going to tell people I can do it. That's it. But anyway, I'm not going to keep on uh, going. We will save these conversations for the next show. Yes. Um, I'm Hopefully. sure we'll have some more shit to talk about in two weeks. Or there's going to be plenty happening. Yeah, and I'm sure me and Dilly will find some more trucking shit to talk about, and you can come up with some questions for us. I'm going to fucking look. I'm going to search around. I'm going to find some good questions for both. But that's what I can do. I can, what we can do, well, we'll talk about that, but I got an idea. I'll run it past you and Dilly. All right, I'm going to go ahead and end this live. We can hang out for a few more minutes before I uh, actually say goodnight. But um, let me, yeah, breaking down the fucking wall here and let me find the, 
All right, here we go. All right. Good night, everybody. We'll see you two weeks from tonight. Um, if you have, if you want to send us some questions, write down the um, the email there and send us an email. Good night. Good night, folks. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> You don't know what to do with me. I keep going hard like I'm in puberty. The billions in my blood, there ain't no ruling. You know how I'm setting up my part of the world? I'm a motherfucking giraffe. <laughs>